Hey guys, welcome to the 10th episode of Inside Savage's Mind. Let me start off by saying sorry for the lack of episodes the past three weeks. Sometimes life can get in the way of preparing and recording these episodes. With that said, let's get today's episode underway. Today's episode will be about proper care and husbandry for four-toed hedgehogs, also known as African pygmy hedgehogs. Housing. African pygmy hedgehogs can be kept in several different types of enclosures, be it an extra-large guinea pig cage, a large ferret cage, with the extra levels removed, or even a 200-quart sterilite tote. It's important to note that for guinea pig ferret cages or any other cage, you will have to put at least 10 inches height of corrugated plastic around the inside rim of the cage to allow for heat retention and, pre- and to prevent the hedgehog from climbing the cage and injuring itself. Also, if you're using a ferret cage, you must remove those extra levels, as I've previously mentioned, including the ramps, unless you have a means of adding a non-climbable railing to the rim of the entire level, as well as the ramp itself, or your hedgehog will fall and injure itself, as they have poor eyesight. If you do decide to leave the extra levels in with railings, you will need to add an additional 10 inches of corrugated plastic to the rim of the cage along the ramp and the platform to prevent the hedgehog from climbing above the other layer of corrugated plastic you had put below them. African pygmy hedgehogs must be kept in temperatures between 75 degrees Fahrenheit and 80 degrees Fahrenheit, or they will start to hibernate, which can lead to the death of your hedgehog if not corrected immediately. The best way to achieve this is with either a space heater or a 75-watt ceramic heat emitter hooked up to a thermostat. It must be hooked up to a thermostat or you run the risk of it getting too hot. Any kind of heat mat may not be used as it is needed to raise ambient temperatures, not surface temperatures, which can also result in the burning of your hedgehog. Make sure, in addition to the 75-watt ceramic heat emitter, or space heater that you have some kind of daylight, be it natural or artificial, on the cage during daylight hours, as hedgehogs are nocturnal and need this day and night shifts to facilitate this. Keep in mind, you cannot kill two birds with one stone and just use a reptile basking bulb of any kind, as these do not supply ambient heat as required. They only supply directional heat for basking as they're intended for. I would also like to take this moment to point out some false information that is repeatedly regurgitated in the hedgehog keeping community. Hedgehogs can see infrared light perfectly. They are not like many reptiles where we can see it, but they can't. They are mammals and can see the infrared light, same as you do. Not only will this prevent them from waking up at night, as they should, but as stated before, you should not be using any kind of basking bulb to begin with. Safe beddings for your hedgehog's enclosure include no-pill fleece, aspen wood shavings, and recycled paper-based bedding in either pellet or loose form. Do not use pine wood bedding under any circumstances as it is not safe for hedgehogs. If you decide to use no-pill fleece, be sure to leave some excess ball duck for them to burrow into and sleep in, as they will enjoy this. Your hedgehog should have both a food and water dish in the enclosure at all times, with water in the water dish at all times. You cannot use a water bottle with hedgehogs, 
as they can get their tongue stuck in the nip of the bottle and can be badly injured. Your hedgehog enclosure should also have a hide box, be it a cardboard box or one of those plastic guinea pig huts. A snuggle sack, also known as a bonding bag, should also be provided as a warmer hide. Personally, I just leave my hedgehog shadow's bonding bag for him in his enclosure when we aren't using it as a bonding bag outside of the enclosure. You will also need to provide some toys and tunnels, such as PVC pipe for enrichment, and a wheel for exercise. The wheel must be entirely open-faced, must be solid, no slits or wire wheels, and must be upright. And it must be an upright wheel. None of those angled dish-like wheels. For example, the exotic nutrition hedgehog wheel you will see on sites often such as Amazon. It's not safe for hedgehogs as it is not open-faced and has the wall with entry holes on its front. Once again, hedgehogs have very poor eyesight. This will not be safe for them. The best wheels on the market for hedgehogs are the basin or bucket wheels. You can find a really good basin wheel pre-built for you from Hedgehog Precision. I will have a link to Hedgehog Precision's website in the description of this episode, along with two Imgur links with two guide images that explain what cages and what wheels are and are not safe for use for your hedgehog. Lastly, hedgehogs are solitary animals and should not be housed together. One hedgehog per an enclosure, no exceptions. Diet. Hedgehogs' main diet should consist primarily of special hedgehog kibble and live insects. Insects must be live and should be gut-loaded. Dried insects can be provided as a treat, however, they supply little to no nutritional value whatsoever. Your hedgehog kibble should not contain fillers such as soy, grains, and the like. Hedgehogs are insectivores, and as such, their kibble should be primarily insect-based, or mimic this as close as possible, with high-protein and high-insect fiber. Some hedgehog owners feed high-protein kitten kibble to their hedgehog, however, Cats do not digest fiber, and, there, and therefore there is no sufficient fiber content of any kind in kitten kibble, resulting in the need to supplement with many more live insects. I will not get into this much, as I personally have no experience with using high-protein kitten kibble for my hedgehogs, and it is not the proper diet for them. I will say, however, that the reason behind the use of high-protein kitten food is hedgehog's proper diet are still not fully understood by science. And as such, proper diet is mostly educated guesses based on what has worked and what hasn't worked over the years that humans have been keeping hedgehogs as pets. That said, there is one specific hedgehog kibble diet on the market that mimics their insectivore diet as closely as humanly possible, and that is hedgehog precision's kibble. They have several formulas, one for weight management, one for high-calorie formula, intended for babies, and one standard formula for all other hedgehogs. Each kibble is insect-based, primarily using farm-grown black soldier fly larvae. Let me point out, I have absolutely no affiliation with hedgehog precision. They are just simply the only brand of kibble that is properly formulated for hedgehogs, as well as having the best and most recommended accessories in the hedgehog community, such as the basin wheel I mentioned in the housing portion of this episode. Safe live insects for your hedgehog include mealworms, superworms, crickets, and dubia roaches. Use common sense and do not feed live insects that are too large 
for your hedgehog. For example, a baby hedgehog should not get adult superworms as they are a bit on the larger side. You should try to stick to insects high in chitin, such as mealworms, superworms, and dubia roaches, as the fiber they require comes from the chitin that makes up the exoskeleton of these insects. And it's important to get plenty of this as the fiber helps prevent obesity. Don't forget to gut load the feeder insects as their nutritional value is based upon what you feed the insects. If, if you live in a state and or country that allows dubia roaches, I highly recommend going the dubia roach route as hedgehogs eat a lot of insects and dubia roaches are extremely easy to breed in a plastic tote, thus saving you a lot of money. They are flightless roaches with non-functional wings. Males have long bodies with long wings, and females have rounded bodies with short stubby wings. Once again, these wings do not function. They are strictly for show. Females carry their eggs inside their abdomen and release the babies when they hatch, making them extremely easy to breed, and they give birth to a bunch of babies every time. I should also point out, they are terrible climbers. So if you have them in a smooth tote, they will not be able to climb out. You will want to provide some egg cartons in there for them to climb on. You will want to mix it up every once in a while, though maybe once a week give mealworms or superworms instead of roaches, as to provide them with a very with a variety in their diet. A small amount of fresh fruits and veggies can also be provided as treats. This includes fresh apples, bananas, berries, melon, fresh tomatoes, fresh green beans, and cooked squash. You should supply your hedgehog with one to two tablespoons of kibble each night and three to five live insects. The exact quantity of live insects tends to differ based on who you ask, but three to five is most often the consensus. You cannot overdose your hedgehog on live insects so long as you are monitoring their weight. Purchasing. African pygmy hedgehogs should always be purchased from a professional breeder. Thankfully, there is extremely unlikely that you will find a hedgehog at any pet stores. And they aren't very common in animal rescues due to their rarity in the pet trade to begin with. But if you have an animal rescue near you, it's always a good idea to check there first as you could provide a, a hedgehog with a much needed home. Taming and bonding. Before we move on to taming and bonding with your hedgehog, here's how to pick up and handle your hedgehog. You should always use both hands, one on either side of the hedgehog and scoop it up with both hands. Hedgehogs rarely bite and lack the canine teeth that most other animals have. So even if they do nip you, it will not hurt. And it can't break any skin, so you shouldn't have to worry about getting bitten. It's their quills you need to watch out for. Their quills do hurt a little, a little bit when they have them up, but after you work with them enough and get them used to you, and, and your scent, the quills will eventually stay down. Their quills will be flat against their back when they are relaxed. Some hedgehogs like to sit in your hand curled up like a ball, while some do, do not. If it doesn't want to be held in a ball, it will stretch out and attempt to roll over. Simply hold it in your arms and let it roam around between your arms and your chest, or sit on the floor or on a bed and place it in your lap and let it roam around and explore with supervision. Some hedgehogs don't like being pet on their bellies and or even on their backs. If your hedgehog doesn't like being pet, don't force it. Maybe it'll change its mind eventually, or it may never. 
you want to be pet, and you will just have to accept that. Hedgehogs are solitary animals, however, they bond well with their humans given the time and patience. Hedgehogs are one of the few animals that you should not wait to settle after you take it home to start bonding with it. You should start bonding with your hedgehog as soon as you take it home. If you're in the passenger seat of the car, maybe even take it out on your way home. You do this by simply holding it and spending time with it, be it in your lap or watching TV, in your hands, etc. One of the best ways is to purchase a bonding bag, which is a pouch made out of fleece for it to snuggle in and sleep while you hold it, and this allows it to feel safe between the fleece pouch and your body heat. It also allows it to get used to your scent, even while it's sleeping. When you first attempt to pick up your hedgehog, you will likely get quilled by your hedgehog it, while it's huffing and attempting to slam its spikes into you as you attempt to pick it up. Sometimes the huffing can sound like a hiss. Do not be alarmed as it is not angry or going to attack. This is because he's afraid and the only way to get him past it is to more or less force him into bonding by just picking him up, letting him be a grump and getting him used to you. When I first got my hedgehog shadow, he did this every time I picked him up for the first week and a half. But once I had him in my hands and out of the cage, he unfurled and was happy to snuggle up to me and watch TV or just hang out. Hedgehogs have poor eyesight and are primarily scent-driven, meaning they will warm up to you primarily through getting used to your scent. A great little trick you can do to help get your hedgehog used to you is to place a shirt you have worn for a day or two into your hedgehog's enclosure. You could even wear your shirt to sleep that you had on during the previous day and place it in the enclosure the following morning. This will help your hedgehog get used to your scent. You can take your hedgehog out anytime during the day, even though they are nocturnal. As long as you are not forcing them to be awake, this means letting them curl up on your neck or your chest while you watch TV, in bed, or on the couch, or letting them sleep in their bonding pouch, beside you at your desk or in their bonding pouch in your lap while you're working at your desk. You can never spend too much time with your hedgehog as long as you are letting it get adequate sleep, be it with you or in its cage. Other general facts, before we go ahead and end this episode, these are some other general facts that you should know. African pygmy hedgehogs can live eight to 10 years in captivity with proper care but only live two to three years in the wild. African pygmy hedgehogs do not shoot their quills like porcupines. In fact, porcupines don't shoot their quills either. That is a myth. Porcupines can release their barbed quills once a predator gets pierced by them. However, unlike porcupines, hedgehogs' quills are not barbed and they do not release their quills, except, while kill except for while quilling, which is what it's called when they shed their quills. Hedgehogs primarily quill while they are younger and tend to be adorable little grumps while they are in the process of quilling. If you live in a house with carpets, be very careful as if you walk around your house barefoot like I do, if a quill sheds out while you're holding your hedgehog and gets in the carpet, they are not a very present surprise to step on, speaking from repeated personal experience. In the wild, African pygmy hedgehogs can travel up to two kilometers in a single night. So it goes without saying, they are very active and need their exercise. Hence, a proper wheel in the enclosure is an absolute must, or they will gain weight and become obese. And 
it is also worth mentioning, as I forgot to mention it during the taming portion of this episode, you should not wear gloves while, while handling your hedgehog. It may be smart to attempt to do this in a way of avoiding their quills. However, this prevents them from getting used to your scent and your body heat and defeats the purpose. And with that, this week's episode comes to a close. I hope you guys found this episode educational and perhaps learned something new about these amazing little pine cones with faces. If you enjoyed the episode, please follow the podcast on your favorite streaming platform and tell your friends and family. I greatly appreciate it, and it lets me know that you guys want more episodes. As always, if you have an animal you would like me to do a episode on next, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Twitter, and I will be sure to do an episode on it soon. As with every episode, links to my social media will be in the description of this episode, along with a link to my Twitch and YouTube channels for those who are also interested in frequent video game content. I will also have those Imgur links in the episode description with the image guides for correct housing and safe wheels for your hedgehogs that were provided to me by one of the hedgehog Facebook groups I'm in, as well as a link to Hedgehog Precision's website. If you'd like to check out their hedgehog kibbles and hedgehog safe wheels that I mentioned in this episode. Till next week, stay positive, be great to each other, and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Inside Savage's Mind.